So yeah. I went on a, a real serious uh, excavation and excursion of really being honest and acknowledging uh, all the stuff and how I was met, even with my alcoholism. I hadn't had a drink in eight years based on uh, that excursion I went on with myself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't AA, it wasn't therapy, it wasn't it. I made a vow to me not to ever be who I used to be. Right. And I wanted to be healed. Is that still ongoing? Yes. But that major mess, I no longer have. That's why my wife is able to come to me now because I've, I've made a vow to be vulnerable. Right. She'll come and she addresses me. She'd be like, uh, pastor. She called me a pastor. Pastor, <laughs> not being consistent. And she, yeah. she and I have a wife that promotes peace. So when she yeah. see me uh, ready to disrupt peace in one of my moves, she just say, yell out the word, you ain't consistent. And what that does, it's almost like uh, it recalibrates me. Yeah. Uh, and, and the only way that that happens is because I'm doing what Sean said. I'm being vulnerable. Right. That that mm-hmm. is a, a magnificent word. Vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we do not use it in our culture. It's not embedded mm-hmm. in us. We mm-hmm. what we say we got to be tough. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and this is that I want to bring this up since we're talking about that. One of the traits w- was hyper independence, always self-reliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but you, 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 yeah. you, the reason I'm bringing that up, because mm-hmm. if I'm so self-reliant and hyper-independent, I know I'm not vulnerable. Yeah. Because yeah. you won't let mm-hmm. nobody come in and help you. And what yeah. help am I talking about? Maybe it's counseling. Maybe it's yeah. advice. Maybe it's prayer. Mm-hmm. Maybe whatever, it, whatever the capacity is, if I'm not vulnerable, I'm not letting you in to help me. Because I figure yeah. I can do it on my own. Yep. And that, that's yeah. a, I, I've learned that's a bad place to be. It is. All yeah, right. you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> well, obviously, uh, James, you can speak to this because you, you've gone through this process and continue to go through this process. But where, where did it start from? Where, where did you first get your aha moment? I got to change moment when, when did you start on this path of you know what I'm saying I gotta start letting people in I gotta be compassionate vulnerable have value when did all of that start mm, I would say probably about I've been in ministry 27 years so it started maybe about 15 years ago and and I will say this I understood 15 years ago that I needed to be vulnerable, but I can tell you this, I was still on guard about when I was vulnerable. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I vacillated between, okay, this is a good time to be vulnerable if it looks safe. Right. Uh, If it didn't look, I'm back guarded and I'm back to old me. And and, and what what helped me get to a point and realize that I was unstable was uh, uh, James. Uh, the book of James, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. It was it, God was getting me to see that I can't vacillate from being vulnerable one moment mm-hmm. and back this thug in the spirit, but proclaiming to be a minister the next moment. Right. A real solid man. And I had to get that, that had to become embedded in, in my, my thinking altogether that there was absolutely nothing wrong with crying, with being mm-hmm. vulnerable. Mm-hmm. with being uh, uh, kind, 
because all of that falls under the umbrella of being vulnerable. Right. And so it had to be about 15 years ago um, that I realized that I needed to be vulnerable. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you who helped me with that. It was a doctor named Dr. Catherine Gorley. When I got out of prison, <clears throat> they offered me counseling. <laughs> now, you know, most black men say, no, I'm fine. This mm -hmm. time I actually said, you know what, man, I'm tired of being in this situation. I'll take it. 15 free visits. The first mm -hmm. moment I went in there with, with, with Dr. Gorley, she looked at me and she said, oh, you're different and immediately start praying for me. Now, I didn't ask for a Christian uh, counselor, but she was a Christian woman. And mm -hmm. because she addressed me like that and didn't know me and I knew I was supposed to be there, she was the first woman that I have ever opened up and told her everything from my six-year-old me up to that point. Right. Uh, so even now, when I see her on Facebook, uh, I let her know that I just got my degree in counseling, the very thing she helped me with. And yeah. she don't realize that very first visit with her uh, mm -hmm. set a, a completely different stage for me. It was hard to be vulnerable, but I, I embraced it. And as a result of that, I am who I am now because I'm vulnerable. Oh, that's awesome. I think we should as women to black women in particular, I think we need to change our um, approach, if you will, um, when it comes to dealing with uh, black men. Like when you said, talked about being vulnerable in crime, that's one of the things that was like a huge turn. <laughs> we <laughs> joked about that before. I was like, that was a huge turn off to me. Like when, you know, back in, you know, Stawan, BC, you know, before Christ, <laughs> that was a huge turn off to me. I didn't want to see no, no crying man. And, you know, I'm like, it, it made me uncomfortable. It was like, I don't, I don't know what to, you know, what to say, what to do. Like, I don't know, you know, I didn't understand that, but I think that that, like I said earlier, it feeds into that, that, need to be it does to be hard all the time because women are we're like mm -mm, don't come up here crying around me you know but now that i've evolved and i've gone through counseling i've done some growing i've done some work on me i think that to me that's just the sexiest thing there's nothing oh, I, sexier than I, a man that's willing to be vulnerable and and honest about how he feels yeah I, I tell my my wife see me now i cry so much i'm known as a crime preacher because. Uh, <laughs> Because now I see the freedom in being vulnerable, Sean, mm -hmm. that I, I cry publicly. I cry in front of my wife. Uh, I dart in there. We've sat down and we've had mm -hmm. real interpersonal uh, conversations personally and spiritually. And she's seen me cry and I don't mm -hmm. hide my tears now. So I knew that. Be and it's freedom. It's yeah. freedom in that. It's free therapy. We like it, it free. Is. <laughs> yeah. And my, my, yeah. my wife says that all the time. Uh, tears are free. Love is free. Mm -hmm. uh, but none of it's free if you bound uh, behind all that toughness and that, mm -hmm. that, that toxicity. Yeah. That yeah. poison the spirit, if you yeah. will. Absolutely. Yeah. That is. Well, um, we thought we was going to give y'all one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got something to you. Okay, y'all can't even bless uh, uh, bro brother brother James over here. <laughs> yeah. Can't even bless well, y'all spirits today. But it was I mean, it, it 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 was. But th this was right on time, man. Thank yeah. 
happened for a reason. Mm -hmm. uh, this this conversation needed to be had. Yeah. And just what 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 a, what a way to do. We spoke last week. We ended last week on on 2022 that this was going to mm -hmm. be a new year in a new me. Mm -hmm. so yeah. First, you know, with mm -hmm. new year, new me. We're not worrying about anybody else. We're we're starting with ourselves. Better. What better way to mm -hmm. do new year and new me mm -hmm. than to be vulnerable? Vulnerable. That's Work it. on your vulnerability. Absolutely. Work on yeah. your vulnerability. I feel like Sesame Street. That's the word of the day. Vulnerable. No, no. What, what, I, what I'm going to do uh, sometime this week, I'm going to have to print us a vulnerable shirt and we need to be intentional on wearing it on here. Uh, yes. Because what that what that has to become is so intentional that you deliberate on being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and since you're talking about shirts, why don't you go ahead and tell the people. Yes. <laughs> tell us about your awesome man. I'll be bragging on you. You don't need nothing. Uh, I'll be bragging. I sent your, your link to my dad, some of my friends. I was like, man, you got to uh, check so out my cousin's shirts, man. They, man. These shirts are so dope. So, yeah, talk we, about your business. We are, uh, I am part owner with my wife uh, of mm -hmm. Sermon on Shirts. Mm -hmm. and, and God had given me a vision. I've done T-shirts for probably the last 15 years. Uh, oh, wow. But it was never profitable because as a Christian man, I was catering to a secular world. Mm. Not understanding where he was guiding me and redirected me. So when I had this spiritual awakening to sermon on shirts, and I was mm -hmm. like, sermon on shirts, and God was explaining to me, I need you to uh, promote me graphically because I freehand draw, I'm a portrait artist as well. Okay. So, so that graphic design going to say, what does it look like me giving you a gift and you're sharing it with the world instead of your own kind? Yeah. So that rerouted me uh, to make a long story short. This is when I met my wife, when I was, this was birthing me. Oh, wow. On my birthday, uh, what she gave me for my gift, she had heard me speak about this. She had went down to the treasury, uh, comptroller's, and she had gotten it copywritten and gotten me an LLC and she handed it to me as a birthday gift. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Sermon on Shirts with Bert. Wow. That's what she that's did. Awesome. She, said, she said, I can give you Jordans or a watch, all the stuff you like, but mm -hmm. I believe wow. in what you say God has shown you. And as yeah. a result, we uh, we launched Sermon on Shirts and we are expressing God graphically. I do nothing derogatory at yeah. all. Uh, everything is scripture based and he's given me uh, uh, graphic insight spiritually uh, into scripture to just recreate and to promote him like never before. Uh, yeah. So that's what we do. And we enjoy doing it. We give away free uh, clothing uh, under the mm -hmm. bridge. Uh, so if you see some folk under the bridge that are homeless, rocking sermon on shirts, they didn't pay for it. We're going to hand out hoodies and t-shirts yeah. and give away stuff. Uh, yeah. Because it, it's, it's at the end of the day, uh, we'll make a profit when God says we need to make a profit. Right. But what we've been delegated to do is really express him graphically uh, with a sermon on shirts. So as the shirt speaks to you outside of our presence, it's doing, it's doing God's will. Uh, yeah. And it allows you to reflect and look down. I've even, I, I told my wife one day, this is funny. Uh, I was mad walking through the house, mad. 
And, and you know how you 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 get out showering and you're in your little way, but because I print all my own shirts, mm. I couldn't even be mad too long because one of the I had to put on a Christian shirt. Yeah. See, I couldn't even walk around. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't even walk around mad. So no matter what yeah. I dug through in, it was gonna speak and challenge and right. check and convict me about my right. attitude and just off of the shirt. Uh, it, it started to correct my spirit. And that's that's the whole point of sermon on shirts, uh, yeah. that you can put something on and it has a way to convict you to be like, man, you know right. what? Uh, if I got on God vibes, not good vibes, but God vibes, that means mm-hmm. that I need to be a champion and my spirit needs to uh, be exuding for me that affects mm-hmm. another person in a positive way. You yeah. can't wear that shirt without doing that. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That, yes. that's the best origin story of a business I have mm-hmm. ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, Mama, yeah. yeah. yeah that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, time has gotten away from us. Um, <laughs> this is a good. This is a good <laughs> Thank y'all. It was worth it. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. I need, yeah. I need James to talk about his one other business venture because not only does James um it has the best graphic design shirts um in the universe he is also a very skilled barber okay mm-hmm. so please um t- tell tell the folks how they can uh how they can book one of your services is a very specific very professional way um mm-hmm. tell us a little tell us a little bit about how they can secure Yo, talented barber services, please. Okay, I, I will. Uh, and, and I have to tell you what led to that. Uh, I used to be known as the edge up king. Okay. Because I was good with the razor. I've been cutting hair since I was 12 years old. I'm 49, so it's what, 38 years that oh, I've been wow. cutting hair. But when I came out the gate as a spiritual man using the edge up king, God immediately checked me and told me, this is not about you. How are you going to be a king when I am the king of kings is where groom ethics was birthed because God needed me to see you have been given a gift to stand behind this chair to groom men and women internally and externally with my word, with the counsel that I placed in you. So at that point, that's where groom ethics was birthed because I have a responsibility and accountability behind the chair to cater to the needs of every client that's that's seated in my chair, uh, one person at a time. And that that is which would lead to uh, me uh, joining Booksy is where you can find me and I am under groom ethics. I do appointments only. Uh, I never have a crowd. I cut every 30 minutes. Uh, I'm always there on time. I'm an early barber. I cut 5.30 in the morning to 12.30. Oh, Uh, wow. Uh, for, and, and I've been doing that. I've been at this one salon 13 years now. I've been at the same spot since I've had my license pretty much. And and this is a, it's a divine opportunity for me because you can go to any other barbershop uh, and you get a whole bunch of, of craziness. And one thing I knew with the type of clientele God was sending me, he needed them isolated enough. You're going to love this, Sean, to be vulnerable. Yes. See, he was teaching me. Uh, I mean, I, and I, I hate we out of time because one of the main topics about uh, traits of toxic masculinity was about being homophobic. Mm. 
And as a result of what he's done for me, I have uh, gay clients that I am now friends with. And God has delivered me from that that homophobia. Yeah. uh, Through developing personal relationships with them. And yeah. none of well, that done. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. We we, huh? we can break it up into two episodes. Yeah, let's get into it. That's another thing that I really wanted to talk about was homophobia with black men because yeah. it's you know that's just and sometimes I think it's just a stereotype. I don't feel like all black men it are is. homophobic, you know. But yeah, that's something I really wanted to get into. Was, was it was a, it was a more of a no, my, my mother, you know my mother Sawan and and uh-huh. Sean, you said my mother, my mama never piped any of that into me. Yeah, it's, it was the ecology, the environment yeah. I grew up in, where yeah. everybody had to be a man's man and tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they're, they're yeah. not telling you to go out and hate somebody because of a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. inherently woven into you non-verbally. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So all those years that's in me, I, I when I went to barber school, this is when it, I initially got my spiritual uh, aha about this. And I was cutting this gentleman, uh, Shamari is his name. I was cutting his hair. And mm-hmm. the instructor of the barber school referred him to me because he used to be his barber. Mm-hmm. So he referred him to me. He said, no, that James, he 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 cut better than I do, man. You should go to him because I don't cut anymore. Mm-hmm. Not knowing who I was cutting, once I finished the service, he was like, yeah, man, he'll probably uh, uh, bring all his, his other client, his other but- gay buddies to you. And I was like, oh, he's gay? Mm-hmm. And at that moment, go- I had to go in the back because I knew how I grew up. And how homophobic I was, and I probably would have even cut his hair at the time had I known. Yeah, yeah. he was respectful yeah. to me. Uh, God showed me you don't have a right to hate anybody I made. Mm-hmm. What you have a mandate to do uh, is to love them. You see, see, Sean, how talking to Doctor Gorley <coughs> helped me be vulnerable yeah. to uh, other. Yeah. See my, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mm-hmm. see. That, that's how she helped me. So. Mm-hmm. That was, that was 2008, and I saw me being vulnerable, and, and that guy uh, would go on to refer uh, other clients to him, other gay clients to me. And to mm-hmm. this day, uh, they have been some of my more reliable clients, and, and get this, and respectful clients. Gotcha. And some of my more, and, 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 just, and even though I'm a minister, I don't bash them about their lifestyle, but I do challenge them to look at different things. And none of them has ever told me I was toxic. Yeah. None of them have ever told me I'm wrong. And I mean, 14 years, 13 to 14 years, I've been knowing these gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, so, so you see how you can grow with, with just simply being vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Uh, you 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 decided to uh that 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 was worth the extra minutes. Yes, <laughs> that man. Oh, the, yeah, okay. the, yeah. Uh, uh, w- one of them calls me his brother, uh, Lyndon. He's actually a a doctor, a professor at uh, uh, University of Texas, and oh, wow. he and I have become so close. He comes right in and calls me pastor. He, he coming in tomorrow, and he comes yeah. right in looking for a word of encouragement. Yeah, he, he, that's he, awesome. He, he's put, I, matter of fact, I write to his brother 
who's in prison in New York. That's where he's originally from. So mm-hmm. see how if I had not been vulnerable, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had the opportunity now to minister to his brother who's li- yeah. who lives a life like I used to. Right. You see, you, you see how beautiful God is. Yeah. 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 Being yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. Being being vulnerable. Yeah. Being vulnerable. The first step of New Year. It is. Year is to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just think about just even being vulnerable has brought the three of us together, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to be able to, because, you know, just Sean, you know, came into my life when, you know, we had lost our grand granddad. Uh-huh. You know, that's when I met Sean. That's when I, that's when I found yeah. out. My yeah. <laughs> you know, we lost. Yeah. Peter and I are related because his dad and my mom were siblings. And we uh-huh. share, obviously, shared the same grandfather. And uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, so. It was just interesting because having gone through counseling and stuff, I was vulnerable and open enough to even receive a relationship with Sean because Same like, a couple of years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, I'm good. You know, but, but the fact that I was vulnerable and I said, God, like you said, it's beautiful yeah. the way God works. Yes. He's been a huge blessing, you know, as I've gone through other stuff, you know, and, yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, so I just look, I'm just, well, this, that's what this whole podcast is about is just us yeah. strengthening that, that Mackie bond and strengthening our familial bonds right. and getting to know each other, you know, like our cousins and stuff that we don't know, we, we don't, didn't grow yeah. up with and all that kind of stuff and just getting closer and, and more tight knit as a family. Cause all of us are really awesome in our, our own special ways. And, uh-huh. you know, yeah. and it's just so amazing just to see us just kind of feed off of each other. And uh, and just you know, and, and be in each other's lives and watch each other grow. You this know, is, so this yeah. is culture building. Yeah, yeah. it's culture. But even though we're related, uh, yeah, us three, uh, we're so interrelated uh, mm-hmm. with people who look like us. Yeah, they may not be biologically connected to us, but a conversation like this is culture building. Right. Yeah. Uh, that that's what it, it has to be. That. It has mm-hmm. to be a platform where we're willing to be transparent, vulnerable, uh, yeah. and honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing about us as a culture, nobody wants to look wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. That part. Everybody wants to look right. And I've learned in school, that's a histrionic personality disorder. People who have to be the center of attention and right all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's no one's right all the time. Because right. you say, I'm gonna keep saying this, Sean. That word vulnerable is such a very powerful word. Mm-hmm. Oh, you done said it so much. We changing the title of this episode. <laughs> the okay. Vulnerability. Yeah. Vulnerability. <laughs> vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. We yeah. we we change it up. Um this was very this was very much this is what I needed this evening. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Yeah. And, because, and I totally agree with Suwan. It, it was because, you know, of that vulnerability, you know, I, I, I share those same sentiments, you know, about Suwan. And I told Suwan this a long time ago. I stopped calling Suwan my cousin a long time ago. Um, so, so Suwan, I, I view Suwan as a sister, like a sister that, you know, actually grew up with me. That's just how close. How close y'all, yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? And it just, it took off so organic. I think it kind of took us both by surprise. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I didn't, I, I, I just didn't think that we would grow so close, so fast. And, you know, it's almost been a year and we still haven't skipped a beat. Yeah, because right. you, you're both vulnerable. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Thing happened right at the right time. Mm-hmm. Amen. This, yeah. this this has been absolutely beautiful. We, mm-hmm. we all we all needed this. Yes. Uh, th- th- this this was awesome. Aren't you glad you woke up for this one? <laughs> yeah. 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 On. yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. I was sleeping good. I was. Ooh man. Yeah. I was sleeping good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we look forward to getting those shirts. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah just just y'all text me your size. I have your size to one. Text me yeah. yours, and I I get I bring yours when I come over your house. Got yeah. it. it's gonna yeah. be some. Then I'm I got got your number now, so I'm gonna be texting you about okay. about my project. So okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. This, this is hey, awesome. If you ever need me again, feel free. Uh, my wife is available too. If you ever got any other topics. Hey, okay. we, hey, we calling yeah. up again, bro. This this, okay. this is a family affair, okay? So Absolutely. we we calling we calling on you again. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, I'm I'm yeah. available. Yeah. <laughs> so we we really appreciate you for uh for jumping on and do mm-hmm. this. And for mm-hmm. those out there, this this is another can't miss episode, y'all. Okay. Yeah. I, I I felt it. I've, I've been feeling it all week, ever since Peter said, or he agreed to do this episode with us. I, it just felt it just felt like this was going to be a can't-miss episode, that this was going to be must-see TV. Yeah. So thank you, Cousin James. Yes. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. The yeah. work that you yeah. put in, um, you came prepared. You did everything we asked you to do, and then some. Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate that. Um, Stewan, I don't need to tell you uh, how I feel about you. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think that message has been conveyed a million times over. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the fans out there, I hope it is conveyed to you guys how much we love you, the family, especially the family. Um, we want to always reiterate every week and every day of our lives that we love you. Uh, so Juan, you have any other closing comments? No, I'm going to actually let our, our guests close this out and give us some words of encouragement for yeah. you know, the balance of the week and, and the balance of the year. Yeah. So, so take us on out, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, the only words of encouragement, and I like to be realistic with people, mm-hmm. uh, my word of, of encouragement to, uh, and this is uh, broad, it's not uh, based or generated just for us mm-hmm. as a black culture, but for whoever is has tuned in and subscribed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only way that you can be the best version of you that ever existed uh, is to be vulnerable enough uh, to be challenged, to eviscerate 
remove, resolve, and alleviate every individual pharaoh that dwells beneath your shell and let yourself go. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because we we, we we think that uh, no one else holds the keys to our manacles, our handcuffs. We do mm -hmm. it to ourselves. And mm -hmm. it reminds me, uh, last year I wrote a paper in school, uh, um, uh, the my inner Pharaoh. And what mm -hmm. I was trying to convey was nobody has handcuffs on me but me. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Pharaoh, he held the children of Israel uh, in mm -hmm. captivity and enslaved them. But I'm saying that's long gone. The Pharaoh is when I choose to handcuff my mind, my heart, my sexuality, my finances, and my future. Uh, so mm -hmm. I challenge people, if you really want to be free, deal with your inner Pharaoh. Mm. I love that. Deal, that. deal with your inner fair. Okay. And with deal. that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with that, we gonna sign off. I don't think there's nothing else to be said. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. yeah. So thank y'all so much. I love y'all and I thank y'all for this opportunity. Yeah. Thank you for joining like us. And yeah, we love you too. And, and thank you guys for watching and listening and I hope something that was said here was would bless your, your spirit and, and to continue to move you forward. And don't be afraid to be vulnerable. So Amen. with that, we're going to see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much, cuz. We love you and peace out. Peace.